Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Benchwoman Report. My name is Try. My name's Ingerson. What's good, y'all? It's All right. Um, yeah, it's been a minute. We took a week off. Um, if you're watching this, um, please subscribe. It helps us out a lot. And um, press like and stuff like that to help us kind of defeat this YouTube algorithm thing that we're constantly battling. But uh, let's get into the... Um, the the topic so you're telling me about i haven't i worked all day so i haven't really seen this but uh new developments in nfl as far as like vaccines and players not agreeing because i know yes. cole beasley came is cole beasley came out a long yeah, time ago and said he doesn't want to do it so now there's just more um you know things coming out so basically uh today i guess the nfl made a rule or they uh said that uh from now on uh due to covid like if teams have an outbreak Right, and it uh, takes out like a whole position group, like how with my Broncos last season, right? All of our quarterbacks were out that one game, or if there's enough roster, or if there's enough people missing to where they have to uh, postpone the game, and the game can be rescheduled within the 18 weeks, the right. first 18 weeks, and it's automatically a forfeit. So obviously, players were. Upset what do you about mean? That. So, so you have to forfeit the game as a whole team? So, so like say, say, or, say for example, um. Remember last season when the uh, the Bills and the uh, Titans had to postpone their game, or the Bills and Chiefs, it was right. one of them. Right. Remember how they postponed the game? Like, right. say they have to do a postponement because there's, like, a COVID outbreak. Right. And then... Right. But they can't find, like, a a day within the uh, first 18 weeks of the season to reschedule, like, during one of the buys or something. Right. Then a team, basically, whatever team, like... Like, say the Chiefs and the Bills are playing, and the Chiefs are the reason that they have to postpone the game. Then the Chiefs would have to forfeit that game. Right. They would have a loss on their record, pretty much. Mm. Wow. So, it's, this, this, rule has been, this rule has been implemented because they're kind of forcing people to take the vaccines. And if yeah, you don't take the vaccines, you're kind of putting your team in a losing position, right? Yeah, because obviously we've seen that you put everybody... I mean, the whole point, obviously... If everybody gets the vaccine in the NFL, it's still not going to stop them from getting COVID, from catching COVID. Right. But the whole point is that if everybody gets the vaccine, then they could kind of, you know, right, just keep playing. Because if people, everybody in the league that's on the field, that's interacting with people have it, right. you won't really have to worry about passing it to someone who might get sick and might have to be hospitalized or whatever, I guess. I don't. Right. I mean, I don't know. See this. Is, I don't this, see what it's not going to really make a difference to be honest, because they can still catch COVID. So I don't see right. how that's going to see. Work. This is the reason why I kept saying like the whole enforcement. I get it. Like you know, if you're a, um, for example, the UC implement the rule also that you must get uh, you must be vaccinated. I get like private property or private entity, whatever the case might be, which is the NFL. You know, like if they come down with a law, like you know, enforcing you having to do something. And I know uh, Nicole. The same thing Nicole, as like doctors, right? Nicole brought up a really good point that um, you know, in order for anybody to go to school, like you, you must get like certain vaccination. I remember when I came over to the state, yeah, like they shot me up with like six things in once just for me to be able to go to school. I get all that, yeah. but you I think get all those when you're younger, tetanus, all that bullshit, right? I think now we live in a, a day and age where this thing is a little new. And um, there's a lot of information out there and, you know, a lot of people don't tend to want to lean towards getting the vaccine because they don't truly believe in it, whatever the case might be, which is fine. Mm -hmm. So I think in this particular instant, like if you are like requiring vaccines that one, 
doesn't true like they don't ever nobody's coming out and saying like you won't get covid if you're vaccinated that's not the case like it's just basically like helps you from not potentially dying um but my point is like by coming out with rules like this especially like the nfl's uh schools and all that it creates such a weird friction between the masses because there's a lot of people whether they're on the left or right whatever there's a mass amount of people that just don't believe in this vaccine and don't really felt the need to take it because they feel like they can you know they they can they've gone the whole year and a half or whatever the case might be never got sick so they're Mm like well i mean i don't really need it now i don't know this is i mean i'm not really mad at this rule but i feel like they should have just had this rule last year it should have well, been the there same. wasn't the vaccines last year. But, I mean, even, I don't think it's going to matter because what happens if all the teams get vaccinated and teams catch COVID? What's going to be the difference? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it's the case of it being, like, it matters like that. I think it's the case of, like, them um, protecting their end as far as, like, they're looking at the they're looking at the data and they're seeing that uh you know ninety nine point something nine percent of the people who are getting this new Delta variant whatever the case might be the people who are getting are, sick from it or unvaccinated yeah or unvaccinated so they're just going off on that and not really want to take the risk which I mean I get it from a, a company standpoint but also you know at this point if you don't get the vaccine like you clearly made it's just the like there's no forcing you now i mean it's been out for months you know Mm -hmm. like if you don't get it by now you you most likely aren't getting it so i don't think i guess like i don't know it's a tough one because like um i know the deandre hopkins is the one who tweeted saying like he's rethinking about being in the nfl if they're like forcing and then also kobe's is like saying that he rather retires than take the vaccine so you know uh, uh, there's you know and his agent probably texted him and told him to delete that stupid ass tweet, D Hub, because he deleted. Oh, it. he deleted it. He deleted that. He's tweet. like, "Hey, don't don't fumble, don't fumble the yeah, bag now." What are you talking about, man? You're gonna still play in NFL whether you get the vaccine or not. I don't know about Cole Beasley as much. He's right. not as much as a he seemed like name he seemed D-Hop. like he th- he's the type that would retire because he's been oh, in the well. league for a long time. Pretty, I'm pretty sure made his fair share of money. The league would so, be fine without Cole Beasley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know what D Hop talking about, man. Like. Even if you don't get the vaccine, it's never that serious. Right. I, I think... Just get the vaccine. I, I think... But, you know, it, it... I mean, it's not that serious. It's, it is. You know, for certain people, they just don't want to put certain things in their body that they don't want to put. And that's fine. No, you're right. Because no, right. at the end of the day, like, we all... We, we uh, you know, especially if you're, like, progressive, you've been... Everybody's been preaching, like, your body, your choice. Uh, you know, that, that, that phrase is coming from another issue yeah. but yeah like in a sense like if you're preaching that then you know and, and a lot of the liberals usually do then it has to work with the vaccine too and i know like a lot of democrats probably won't take the vaccine same as with republicans it's not a really good, like a side thing on yeah, that that's, that's why that's a slippery slope in my opinion like you can't always your body your choice and all everything because then we get in situations like this where everybody wants to be woke or whatever but right I mean, but you're the one saying just take the vaccine. I mean, I'm uh, I'm saying like I mean, yo, like I'm not for, like, like I don't think yeah, uh, I don't think we're in a a, um, a stage to like force anybody to do anything that they don't want. No, nah, yeah, I mean, damn, I so, don't even know. Like at this point, do it even matter? They might as well just let let these people play. See, that's the thing. Like 
I I'm all for just like yo whatever like if they don't they don't like why you gotta implement like it's such a, a strict rules but then again they have every right to do so because they're a private you know entity and they they um you know the commissions make his own rules along with the players mm-hmm. union and all that shit so you know but I mean I do see the NFL's point because at the same time NFL players are the most healthiest people in the world so for the most part, even the ones that probably even catch new one, they might not even be affected. But if they right. can go in and pass it to their family members and stuff, and then or they could pass it to people who are high risk, and then it will be more people being hospitalized if they pass it to more unvaccinated people. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's whatever. I mean, at this point, it's like either you get it or you don't. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some people out there that's like, eh, I'd rather just get it and then like build a immune system to it rather than taking the vaccine because i know a lot of people rather go that route they rather know. just get it and get it over with you know i know a lot of people that said that too until they actually caught it yeah and they thought they was gonna die and they was like you know what i think i'll just I, I'm, take I'm, my chances with the uh with the vaccine right but then there's a, a lot of people who got it and it's like you know i've kind of beat it in like two days so like i don't really need the vaccine so there's those people too you know like it's a tough it's a it's a weird why risk catching it again though I'm not saying that they're wrong. I mean, but. you can still, you know, but if you beat it once, you most likely you're you'll probably be like, I can beat again. It's like the same thing as like a flu thing, you know. Most people are like whatever. If I, I get it, I get it. Horrible joke, but never mind. It's oh, it wasn't a joke. I was just no, kind of. No, I was gonna say a horrible joke. Oh, okay, yeah, That's yeah. What I said, never so mind. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it's definitely interesting going forward. Sports. I know the NBA probably will have this talk to uh, um heading into their next season. So it it's gonna be able to. I mean, fantasy is not going to be the same. Uh, it's going to be tough on us. We're going to have to figure out who has COVID and who don't. And then it's like, yo, are you vaccinated or you don't? Like, we're going to have to do our draft board based on the um, vaccination list. Like, all right, who's vaccinated and who isn't? Whoever is on the not, we're going to be like, all right, he's always in the red. We are never sure he's not reliable. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't know when he's going to be out. He might be out for like 14 days. He might be out for like... 10 days. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if most teams get at least around 60% of the roster vaccinated, I think that they'd be all right. Like, it'd be harder for it to spread. Yeah, it'd still be the the group of people who are unvaccinated that are kind of, you know, but I think it'd be harder to spread. I mean, shit. You know what? I don't don't really want to say this, but they're playing football. I think the most, the one you, I think... They're not worrying about no fucking virus. I think they're worrying about getting injured the most. You know, that's yeah, probably really more mean. serious to them than like getting a cold or a virus or whatever the case might be. I mean, heck, like uh, players play sick all the damn time prior to this. I mean, Michael Jordan has a fucking infamous flu game for. I mean, well, can you imagine over. like somebody Mike, Mike having over? So yeah. Yeah, that too. But could you imagine somebody having a fucking flu game these days or going forward like? Nobody will have to have that, you know. Yeah, I, so can't I, wait, I can't wait till everything officially open back up, and a player has their first COVID game where they actually play with COVID and drop like. 70. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. You don't think it ever happens, bro? I think people will go crazy if that shit happened. Even I think, like you when, know, even if we get to the point where where COVID is like we treat it like the flu, and everything is completely open backed up, and it's like no masks. We don't care if you got COVID or not. Maybe I I say uh, we probably won't reach that until another like three years that it got to go away. It got to go away for a little bit. It got to like, you know, like there's people out there that are like 
I, I like afraid. They haven't took the mask out uh, forever now. You know, like uh-huh. those kind of people. Like it's gonna take them ages to to get over this this whole thing and to to kind of feel normal again. Like I don't think we're gonna just go back to like, oh yeah, play with COVID. It's fine. Like you know, just cough and everything is fine. Man, I say the government should just break in everybody's house and just put a gun to their head and give them the vaccine. <laughs> no, no, no. Then that's communist. That's, we we are yeah, not. We, we are just, in a communist we need state to just now. Become Russia. Yeah. <laughs> for like three yeah. Weeks. No. 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 None of that. Right. Well, they give out fake vaccines over there. I don't know about that one. You know, it was. But let's not even get into yeah, that. Let's not do that before YouTube fuck us up with the algorithm because we start talking about Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm trying to stay away from that. Oh, uh, before we head into basketball, I would like to say something. I know I, I'm not uh, a, um, I'm not a pro proponent of a LeBron lover, but I would like to because I got a lot. But I got a lot of respect for him. I would like to congratulate on becoming an active billionaire. I mean, he's oh, getting yeah. that dough. Well, so yeah, secured the bag. Um, I don't know how to how the hell he got like 97 mil uh funded for the spring hill and then now potentially might sell it for like 700 mil when they haven't made any really big movies besides space jam but i heard you know that didn't do very great numbers or reviews so i don't know how the hell you get a company from 90 mil and in like a year or two sell it to 700 mil without really producing anything besides that in the one uh at the barbershop talk because the shopping because the sh- when who watches more? the shop? I actually watch it from time to time. You watch it? Yeah. You okay? It depends I, on who. What I don't want to be hating. I don't want to be hating. It depends on who's on there. I, I okay. I don't want to be hating, but there. the shop doesn't seem like it's a. It's not a movie. It's not like heavily. You don't need to heavily fund the shop. So to uh, no, you like, see how nice them fake barbershops they be in. Okay, bro, that don't cost that much. Uh, that can, I mean, yeah, it, it don't cost that much. Okay, there's no way evaluation can go from ninety five in like two three years to like seven hundred something, which potentially they might sell it the company for. Which hey, well, you, you know what? About, it goes our projections too. It goes our projection, but you know I'm. Oh, we have to figure out what movie. And also is. LeBron name, I think that that, that matters a lot. But as far as because like, I looked he sold into all his, his ownership or whatever. Uh, yeah, ownership in the Spring Hill Entertainment. Just, just that, that, uh, that part of LeBron's business, not, no, not his entire. No, that's what brand. I'm saying. Just for the, the, that shit, the production company. Yeah, yeah. So it's owned between him and I think Maverick Carter, or whatever the case might be. So the valuation that they might sell it for is seven hundred something million. Which I, I mean, I looked into it, and as an investor, whoever the fuck is buying it for seven hundred mil, you crazy. It is not that evaluation. I'm sorry. I ah, see. You this is about, you got to think about since it's a production company. You got to think about it, LeBron uh, used that production company to make make Space Jam. So think about how many people are going to go. But to that's that Warner Brothers, really, though. Yeah, but still, you know? people are going to still go to them in the future to to like help them, you know, produce their movies or get their movies out. So you got to think about the future movies and the future money it's going uh, no, 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 to make for no. the company. Okay, cuz you don't but you don't know what the future holds. So you don't That's know true, but, but wait, wait, wait. You don't know what the future holds and you go off the present and the present is that they produce Space Jam, which is not that great. Are you sure uh, that's all they produced? So far like a big big movies and then the shop or whatever the case might be. And you know a company that Amazon just bought, which is MGM. They own the Double O Seven series and a shit ton of old classic movies can that can literally re, get replayed over and over again. And that went for like five hundred mil. And that's an established 
like production that's been around for decades mm-hmm. with like high quality movies that are like, like, like iconic. So I think this, uh, I think the evaluation of Spring Hill is a little bit, is a little bit overpriced. But hey, I mean, if he can sell that shit, if he can flip that shit for like a six hundred mil profit, man, more props to you. But as an investor looking at the product, looking at the the numbers that they pull in, looking at the um, you know the amount of content that they produce that comes out, there's no way I can evaluate that shit as a seven hundred mil co- production company. No way. They also got a new movie uh, produced by Adam Sandler and LeBron that's supposed to be coming out, I think, this year or next year called Hustle. I mean, regardless of the... I'm probably not going to watch that movie. Yeah, I'm just just saying, I've looked at at their projects and I've looked at it, I'm just like, yo... How how it's, not, it's only like four things. This that it's not a lot. Then, it's only two years old, bro. Three documentaries, so yes, they don't really have a it's, lot of. I'm, it's only two years old, which is which is why I'm like, yo, if he can pull that off, like more props to you. Like that's fucking fire that you can flip yeah, he, the ninety five million something to six seven six seven hundred mil. Um, I'm not sure if they're gonna sell it yet, but I'm pretty sure if I was him, I sell that shit right now. I'm and just move on to if, something if else. If all these reports are coming out that he's officially a billionaire, they're for sure selling it. Yeah, I think I think that had yeah. to be. I think that I think it's already you know. Um, it's probably just it's still, counted like working out the details of the contract or whatever. But right. they're probably selling it because it's also Maverick Carter. So it's I think it's a cut between them two. So yeah. you know he's not gonna get the whole whatever six hundred seven hundred million whatever the case might be. But whoever the fuck bought it, I don't know, man. Um, I would as an investor. Shit, ton of money. As an investor, I would have probably said, yeah, buy another studio. Maybe go buy DC or uh, I don't know. Yeah, but, but DC not on the market. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm be something that's on the market. I'm just saying. But I mean, for a company that's only like a couple years old that only produces like a few projects and then like the future doesn't really look bright as far as projects wise. And I don't know. That. I don't know. I've just I don't know I just looked into the whole thing because I was real interested oh, you mean for that company for Spring Hill for I for LeBron's company. General, never mind. Yeah, for I thought you meant in like general for movies. Oh yeah, no for but yeah, let's get back to sports. So we got a big doozy to talk about. Um, yeah, fuck the Suns. Hey man, chill out, bro. <laughs> like I don't understand the disrespect coming from you for the for the Suns. Like they made it far. They made it far. <laughs> the Valley baby, shut your ass up. I mean, we made it far. That's why your ass is on the I mean, couch. That's fine. Hey, <laughs> as this game happened, I mean, as this whole series played out, there was no way that Middleton was going to play that bad. And I knew he was going to have fire game. He played bad I, one or two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, like, as long as him, he, as long as he showed up a little bit, and then Holiday showed up defensively, and then a little bit to, to the back end offensively, and then, like, come on, man. Like, if Giannis is going to be making, like, 12 out of 13 free throws or something, like, uh, that crazy, like, who is beating them? I think that series, he only missed, like, a couple free throws. Right, he was really... I don't really, remember the exact stat, but, yeah, he, he was hitting his free throws. Right. I mean, and the last game was, like, 90-some uh, percent from the free throw line. So, I mean, and who could have... Garden to save his life. Right. It, it, he was having his way with DeAndre, and, and it, was, it was terrible to watch. Right, but the... Uh, but the thing that the Suns was never going to win was size. Like, they don't really have anybody but Aiden. Like, if you really look at the lineup, like, who besides Aiden? Or they have... Um, Sarah, uh, Kaminsky. But he Kaminsky. He, play defense. he played pretty good the last game. 
but prior to that, he wasn't really playing at all. Uh, be, uh before uh, Serge, uh, I can't say his name. Serge, before Sar- he Sarge, Sarge, yeah, Tar- Sarge got uh got injured, and that was really our only big man as far as like the one that they're willing to rotate into the lineup. And Crowder, man, Crowder can't fucking knock an open shot for my to save my life. Jesus Christ, he did every series before. Yeah, I mean, I sure he knocked here and there, but like when you really needed him most, he couldn't put down. He couldn't put down a shot. I don't know why I we didn't play Cam Johnson. I was gonna, I was just about to say that I think Monty Williams should have after game two when Crowder was playing bad. I think he should have just benched Crowder and gave uh and started putting uh, Cam Johnson in rotation yeah. more. And then also I Cam noticed was scoring whenever he got in. And then also I noticed like CP three had a bad series. He had a good last game, but he had, had a bad series. He had a bad series, and then every single time when they, uh, when we put um, homeboy, when we put uh, Cameron Payne in, he was balling. Especially the last game, he was he he scored like 12, uh, 12 13 points. Um, but you know, uh, Monty will put him out and then uh, substitute Chris Paul, and I'm like, yo, what? Like, if he's rolling, why are you, why are you taking him out just so? CP can get numbers like just go with whoever got the hot hands at the time like mm-hmm. you were down camera playing score some points and then you came back up I mean CP3 had a good solid game but prior to that he he didn't and you know Mon- I felt like Monty could have done a better job um I feel like uh, Boonhoser really really showed um showed his his strength this I still don't like uh Boonhoser but he did good. He, he did good. Adjust- he made good adjustments. So he I did good really... because he played. He played the big lineup a lot more often than the previous series, and the yeah. Suns. The Suns couldn't really do anything with Lo- Lopez or Portis or Portis, which I fucking said. Did it, I say yeah, Portis? Yeah, you did say that. But hey, I man. said they need to play Portis, and I hey, said Bobby, Portis is going to be a good, good, hey, reliable Bobby player. Was low key. Uh, no, I'm taking that back. Giannis was. But Bobby Portis played a lot to them winning. They didn't have nobody to stop right. him. For some reason, Brooke Lopez turned the clock back like he was 10 years ago, and he was dunking on dudes and hitting wide-open threes and shit. Well, that's the that's because the Suns didn't have any size. I mean, if you, I mean, the amount of offensive rebounds that the Bucks came through with, uh, the, the glass was open. Like, any time when somebody sh- uh, shot a ball, like, they just crashed the board. And they will come out with another offense rebound or defensive rebound. Like the sun was horrible when it comes to rebounding because the size wasn't there. And Porters was killing him. And I knew Porters was going to play a big part because I'm like, who's going to fucking guard him? Because somebody needs to take care of Giannis. Somebody's going to have to take care of Brooke Lopez because he's going to crash the board. And he's going to have like some open lanes to cut, which that that was open all fucking series, really. You know, and then Porters, Porters played Porters played his part. I mean, who who's going to guard him? He's way too big. I think one of the biggest things, and I've seen him talking about it, like, on Instagram and stuff, was Devin Booker getting double teamed. He could not do shit from the beginning of the series, even the two games they won. Right. Once the Bucks started double teaming Book, he couldn't score. I felt like he was hesitant, and I felt like he was unconfident with his three-point uh, with his three point shot, shot. He was he, shooting bad this series a little. He came into the series shooting horrible from the three-point, so... Didn't really take any like. There's some instances where I'm like, "Yo, take take the three, take the three and he wouldn't take and he the would three. Just go to his mid range, and he would go, yeah, which is fine. He was good from the mid range, but then you know, you're you just eliminated the one threat that you had. You know, exactly. Like the books didn't fucking care about your three pointing shots, and you know, if you take that away, that's the reason why like it was tight. 
but the Bucks was always winning because the Bucks was able to make threes and the Suns weren't. You know, you have fucking Crowder missing budget threes. CP wasn't making shots. Uh, all, the only one that was really making threes was Cam Johnson and uh Bridges. That was it. You know. So so let's talk about it. I seen a uh, Stephen. They they was talking Wait. about it on um. All right, what was it? I seen a uh, Stephen A. Smith and him talking about it on uh, Sports Center or First Take on ESPN earlier. Right. Does this loss does this affect Chris Paul's legacy at all to you? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I, don't I mean, think I, obviously. Okay, so I mean, do we ever really expect Chris Paul to be in this place? Well, this was his first Finals appearance, and obviously, being that it was his first Finals appearance, right, that kind of helped his legacy a little. But then they lose; they win two games and then basically get swept. So, do you think that the loss? affects it now no because i i i don't i don't i don't i don't by the way i don't think either i don't think i don't understand this i don't understand this notion of like yeah you won two games like and after winning two games you're supposed to win the series no like the series doesn't really start until a home team loses he they were supposed to win the first two games and then the bucks were supposed to win the next two i mean that's that's what home court that's what home court is for what it really count was game five they lost one game and then they couldn't win on the road and then they lost the series. I mean, but I think they had, but to argue against that point, I mean, you're right, but to argue against that point, uh, coming in when it was when it was two zero, like yeah, you're right, you're supposed to win uh, home courts, but they had a lot of momentum. Yeah, I would say they probably had a little, uh, a lot more momentum than Milwaukee had going back to Milwaukee. Right. I feel like they had a lot more momentum to where if they would have won Game Three. Even if Milwaukee would have took game four, the series would have been over in Phoenix' favor. I Bro, think they kind of blew a game three. They they played, and they play, that was probably their worst game. Yeah, game no, game three. three. Was, that was probably I don't know, game four game. was pretty bad, too. Yeah, but um, game three was like a must win. Game four was also a must win. Game three was a must win for the Suns? Yeah. They were up 2 0. Why That's would why game it was a three? Must win? Bro, because. It's not a must. I don't understand. The reason the, it was a must win because. You already knew that at some point Giannis wasn't going to play the way he played in the first two games, and he still played good. So you know, at some point that he was going to lead the Bucks to at least he was going to at least still two wins. I thought Game Four was more important because if you win Game Four, you'd be up three one. I I thought Game, wait what? Game Four. They were up two zero. Oh, I get you. I get you. You know, so I, Game Three isn't that important because they're now going back to Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's supposed to win that fucking game because it's their game at home. And then game four is the game where you're supposed to come out, you win, and then you go home and you close the series out. I think they're both important, but I think they should have won game three. No, because you just won two straight games. Like, it's hard to win three straight time. That is true. But they had the momentum. And it, and that game was close. I uh, no, don't think they got blown out that no, game. No, I don't think they had it on momentum. They just, they, just, they just won at home. That was it. They won at home, and the Bucks didn't play well. Uh, away that's the why, first two games. That's why I'm saying they had the momentum because the Bucks the Bucks played horrible. No, no, but but they don't have the momentum because the Bucks was on the fence. They had to win Game Three. Like you know, coming out, the Bucks was going to be way more hungrier than the Suns, and they they won Game Three. So I don't think Game Three was like as important as you said it is because like you know nobody projected them to win Game Three. And then, you know, everybody projected to win game four. Now, the, the main thing is nobody expected Giannis to make free throws and nobody expected Middleton to have two games where he, like, almost scored 40. One game he did, you know? How can you not expect? I mean, you're right, but how could you not expect? Uh, they should expect the Middleton to at least score 30 in three games. I would expect that. 
but and also Drew Holiday to be to, to play as well as he did and Portis. You know, Drew had two good games when he scored. The, okay, the first two games, whatever, throw that out the bush. But the last four games, every one of their starters bought out, including Portis. Like everyone. No, you're right. That's fair. You know, That's fair. so you're right. It's hard to like. How could you like? Because if you talk about like the Sun is supposed to, supposed to, then you're kind of like not giving the Bucks their credit because they bought the fuck out to the point where it's virtually impossible to beat. How are you going to be able to beat Middleton dropping 40 and Giannis having like five blocks and like a uh, triple-double and uh, Drew Holiday uh, locking down on D and like scoring like crucial three-point shots and then Portis, you know, coming off the bench, giving you like 10 points and like, like six, seven rebounds and then Brooke Lopez giving you a double-double. Like how do you expect to beat all that? Because you can argue that up until this series, I can name a player on the Suns team that was doing exactly the same thing that each of those players that you just named on the Bucks were doing. Yeah, outside but, of whatever Giannis was outside whatever Giannis was doing. Yeah, but it's about matchup again. The reason why the Suns made it this yeah, far. The Bucks didn't, I mean, the Suns don't match up good with the, the Bucks. No, they were so small. The reason why they made it far because the other teams aren't as big as the Bucks. But the big the Bucks is huge. They were hurt. I wouldn't even say that. They that's fine. That's fine. Whatever the case might be. You know, I'm not going to do that to the Suns because they still the, deserve to be there. Whatever the case. All right, they made it that far, and uh, the, the matchup worked out in their favor. But against the Bucks, the matchup just didn't match out in their favor. They had everybody. They had three people. Three No, they had three. Yeah, they have three players that could easily guard Book and have the size advantage. That You know, take that out. And then Chris Paul is small, so they can literally throw anybody on him. And then Aiden... I mean, Giannis, Lopez, Portis, see, three one people. The, one of the biggest reasons that the Suns lost his book has horrible composure, especially when it gets to the late minutes of the game. He don't know how to, like, not argue with the refs. Like, he lets the littlest fouls, even if they're not fouls, he lets all that stuff get to him. Right. And you see it shows in his game. He start missing shots. He start getting frustrated. Yeah. He has to work on that. Like, because he can close. Like, when it comes to scoring, Devin Booker can close. But when it comes to everything else, it don't seem like he has that composure, that composure that we say that Kobe has, which is the reason we compare Book to Kobe, even though Book said don't compare him to Kobe no more. Oh, he's not Kobe. Obviously. This, this no, he I don't think he has the intensity and the hunger like a Kobe. I don't hunger? No. Nah, probably. Intensity, nah, no. Because I would say I would agree with intensity hunger. No, I would say he probably has some of that. Not as there was no sense. give me the ball. There was okay, no. Yeah, if you put it that way, yeah, then no. Yeah, there was yeah, no. Yeah, if you put it that way, no. He well, doesn't have that type of aggression. Give me a second. What happened? All right, my fault. You were saying. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. I think we were talking about uh, D book and intensity. I think. Oh yeah, uh, we were saying. I was saying. Um, oh no, I was saying. Uh, he has the same hunger as Kobe, but. I don't think he's as aggressive, like how you said, calling for the ball right. and demanding the ball like in the late minutes of the game. Now, he's not as aggressive, but I still see a little of it. No, little yeah, of it. no, it's there. I just feel like he was sh- kind of shy away from the moment, especially when they're like kind of down like two, three points or mm-hmm. the, the Bucks took the lead and then he never really like show like an eagerness to like, no, 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 like you, you're not going to take this game away from me. Like, I felt like his emotions were at the wrong places. Like, uh, the fouls and the frustrations with that and all that. Like, his emotions wasn't put into, like, I'm going to dominate and drop 40 every game. 
That's right. But to be fair, it is his first time in the postseason. Yeah. No, I don't. I I don't think yeah. he's gonna be Kobe type of. You know, but he's, he's gonna, gonna be, be a great player yeah, regardless. Yeah, gonna be great for. I sure. think. I think this offseason is gonna do well for him. He's gonna have a lot more time to think about it and then come back. Him, and you know what? Like you better start letting them double team him in the offseason in them open gyms and quit complaining. Yeah, and also. I think we would have had a completely different story if he came into the series confident with his three-pointing shoot shot. Well, I think I think it's safe to say once he broke his nose, was, that changed a lot of the way he was playing. Right from from the game after he came back from his broken nose to the end. He was of uncomfortable this with the mask, and uh, he with, kept taking it on and off. Right, you could just tell he wasn't comfortable no more. Right. He was I don't I wouldn't say he wasn't necessarily confident, but he for sure wasn't comfortable. Right. Like that nose affected him up until the end of the series. I think it probably still was affecting him even in this series. Right. He, he kept taking blows to the nose, but yeah. Yeah. On, on another spectrum, let's talk about Giannis and then before we wrap this episode up. Um Giannis said something about like, you know, we did it. I'm happy. Like, you know, I, I won it the hard way. I didn't, you know, go join a super team, whatever. If I ever, if I never win it again, so be it, you know, but we did it. That, I was like, wait, okay. Every I liked everything up to the, if we never win it, uh, win it again, like, I'm fine because we, we, we did it. And I don't, it. wait, hold up. You can say it after this, but I don't like that he said that because, you know, Winning should be like, uh, you should be obsessed with winning the championship every year. And if you feel like just one championship solidify your career, which it may, it may, it may really solidify his career with yeah, this he's one. Famer, no. Yeah, you know, you can say that. Yeah, two, two, two MVP, uh, defensive player, uh, most improved, and all, you know all the accolades. Yeah, he might be it, but also like, once you win the championship. What's better than one is two. Yeah, but okay, so I think I think what he really was just trying to say is it wasn't more so that he doesn't care if they never win again, win another ring again. It was just more so, all right, I got that first one. So now that, that monkey that monkey's off my back now. Now I could just right. now, now you can, can join a double uh join a super team and don't no, feel so bad about it? No, not even that. It's just now he got a ring. Like I feel like this is the same thing with A D. A D just can't really stay healthy, but once you get that first ring, and you and you're like a player that's a great like a G, like a Giannis or AD, now all you got to do is just worry about basketball. Now right. you really just got to work on your craft, and you can just have fun. You already got a ring. Like right. obviously, you still want you still want another ring. You want as many rings as you can get because it feels good being the champ. But now that you got that first one, it's not right. It's no more pressure. And also, and also you can to just relax and just hoop. And also to do it at the level that he did and mm-hmm. making the free throw shot, like the confidence is like right now is going through the roof. Like going into next season, like I'm the fuck man. I'm like there's zero weaknesses really. I mean, yeah, we're about still, to see a different still like you know the three pointer is not there. Whatever the case might be, but he's just so dominant when it comes to everything else that those things doesn't really freaking matter. Even and if he's not good at free throws. I mean, and that's my biggest knock against Giannis. He can't shoot the three, but as as much as I can say that, you can't say that this whole playoff run he wasn't taking three point shots, and at and certain points he was hitting them too. Right, right. So he made a way bigger like from last season to now. I would say he's made a big jump in his in his uh three point shooting. Even though the percentage might not still be that good, but he needed he needed. More, 
he needed a playoff run like this in order to, you know, take himself to another level where he's going to come in with a lot more. Because what it is, it's like if you're not a great shooter, the best thing is to make shots, you know. Mm-hmm. And if, if the shit start falling, you're going to pick up confidence. But exactly. the, the, the great thing about him is that he knows he's not a great scorer, but he's willing to try and put in the effort. Exactly. And, like, he's not afraid of airballing free throws. He's not afraid of airballing threes. He's going to take those shots. Unlike Ben Simmons, who's never ever going to build that confidence because he just wouldn't try to even get there. Giannis is different. Giannis is like, I know I ain't, I ain't good, but I'm going to, you know, you give me a three, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it, which I think he's just going to keep getting better and better. So the question is, can the Bucks win it again or even come out the East if the Nets is completely healthy and you got the three – the, the the big three for the Bucks going up against the big three in the Nets. Like, is Gian, will you say Giannis is the best player in the East after this playoff performance? No. Okay. Everybody's caught in the moment. Giannis not better than KD, I'm sorry. No. But. Right I, after KD. Of course. Yeah. But I will say that the Bucks. I still think the Nets, if the Nets are completely healthy next year, they still come out the East. But it ain't for sure no more. The Bucks about to be riding on a different type of high. They're going to be extremely confident. I mean, yeah, they might have that championship hangover. We never know. But they're still going to be confident. Giannis is going to be a different Giannis. We're going to see him playing. He might win MVP next year. The key factor is what will Middleton do? Will he be able to give him 30 points, a clutch shot? Now that you say that. You know, what, what if Middleton can ball out? Against the Nets, I I mean it's a tough one. It's not a guarantee. It's a it's a, it's game seven. Going back to what I was saying, though, not only is that a big chip or a big monkey off of Giannis's back, that's a big monkey off of Middleton's back too. So this offseason, he might mess around and take a big leap in his game too. And Holiday and Middleton already a bucket. Like right, Middleton bag is different. He got a low key uh, underrated bag when it comes to scoring. So right. If he takes that leap this offseason, the Bucks can be a problem. And their their um their bench is better. I mean, they they better keep Portis. I like Portis a lot. You know, I I like I've always liked Portis. I just felt like he he's, he's a, a really solid player. player. Yeah, he, he's a good high energy player. And then Lopez, like I mean, who's gonna give Lopez and issues on the Nets? And then uh, I know Vincenzo was injured, but he's a solid also. But also um. Other white boy. Oh, so he was hurt. Connaughton. You talking about Connaughton? Connaughton Connaughton can 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 defend and Wait, make so opening shot. No, Vincenzo was hurt. Divincenzo was hurt. Oh, yeah, I thought they let him go. He was just hurt. Oh, that's no. even, that's gonna be a problem when he. Yeah, comes no, back, Div- he can Divinc- shoot. Right, he was missing probably their best three point shooter outside of Connaughton. Right, so I don't think it's a lock that the Nets is coming out of the East. Like, I mean, you also got member Dinwiddie was hurting. He gonna be back next season. That's that's true, but I mean. Uh, you know, any team that won the chip, free agents is going to be looking at that team. So, like, let's see That's what. True. Let's see who they can, you know, sign. And if they can sign a really good player, then who knows? You know, like they can. Because right, because right now, like, if you're you're the GM of the Bucks, you're like, okay, our only our only issue is the Nets. So we're gonna have like we we know we're championship quality. We know we can win it. So now it's about. The, it's the it's the Laker game. It's you know you're trying to sign the best player, and the best player is gonna come to you because they want to win the ring. Exactly. So now you have more you have more say coming into free agency. You're like, hey, look, 
we're we're a championship winning team, so you're gonna be more attractive, even if you're in Milwaukee. And to be honest, man, like, why wouldn't you want to play in Milwaukee? Those fans, I wouldn't want to play in Milwaukee. I mean, but the fans is great. The team, like, who's winning? No, you're right. Sure. I mean, if you don't like the cold, then you you know you don't fuck with the cold. But like, the atmosphere is great. The fans is awesome. Um, uh, Wisconsin ain't that fucking bad. You got Green Bay down the street, not down the street. I don't know how far it is, but Green Bay is there. You know, in the area. Yeah, so you know the vibe is the vibe is good. But the opposite end of that, the opposite spectrum of what you're saying, yeah, they won a championship and a lot of players are gonna sign. When you win a championship, there's a lot of players on the team that are gonna want more money, and it usually don't even be the stars. It usually be the role players. Obviously, they don't have to worry about Drew. They just played him. They just paid him. Right. I think they just paid Middleton too, so they don't got to worry about him. They got to pay Portis. Yeah, but like Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, Tucker, uh, PJ. We didn't even talk about PJ, PJ Tucker. Tucker. He play a play a really Tom big part. These are players that are gonna ask for more money, and even if they don't, their agents are gonna ask for more money. They just yeah. contributed to the Bucks winning a ring. So, but at the same time, yeah, they but might. winning a ring can give you a leeway into keeping players more than and that's also true. I'm just. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. I'm saying like it could be either way. Like they can either get stars, or they can end up losing valuable pieces, right? Because they want more, want more money, and deserve more money, right? Exactly. But yeah. All right, man. That's it for bench warming report. Uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, and then we'll see you next week. Make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify too. Oh yeah, I forget to mention. If you want the full episode, it's on Spotify. Um, there will only be clips on YouTube because the algorithm and you know all that jazz. But yeah, yeah make sure y'all catch us on Spotify at TCEO Network. All right, and then on Saturdays we have our Can't Tell Me Nothing podcast where we discuss all things um outside of sports. So yeah, make sure you check us out. All right, we're out.